For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's Mark Reardon for C-Speak, the language of executives, sponsored by PNC Bank, along with Michael Scully, regional president of PNC Bank. Chris Zimmerman is our guest on this edition of C-Speak, president and CEO of business operations for the St. Louis Blues. Chris, good to see you. Fantastic to be here this morning. We're uh, we're in the middle, uh, obviously, of another NHL season with the Blues right now. I, I think things are going pretty well leading the Western Conference as we head toward the uh, the final months of the regular season into the playoffs. But can you speak to the business and economic impact of winning the Stanley Cup? Well, I think even before you start with the uh, economic impact, I think probably the greatest thing we have is the emotional impact. 52 years of, of being in the NHL, having lots of great teams, that first breakthrough and being able to say we are Stanley Cup champions, that really changes the way so many of our fans, so many of our business partners view the team. And so I would say more than anything else, the emotional lift and then the tailwind you get from that has been a very powerful force for us this year. Is part of that what just happened with the NHL All-Star Game, obviously? Well, that was a unique situation. You know, the get, us getting the NHL All-Star Game goes all the way back to um, an application we first submitted in September of 2017. So we were working towards that. That getting award at the game was clearly tied to all the work we've been doing to reimagine the building. And uh, when it was actually awarded last January, many will remember... That's when we were in last place. Chrissy, the NHL All-Star Weekend was simply amazing. The crowds were extraordinary. What feedback did you get from the fans and, say, from the league on the All-Star events? Well, quite on, quite honestly, it's been overwhelming, the, the response, um, really, from every key stakeholder. Um, the reviews have been, have been off the charts. And I think that that's really a reflection of how St. Louis re- responds to big events. I, I, I would go back even to the PGA Championship at Belle Reve, where, um, you know, whether it was the crowds, whether it's the retail sales, we had that same type of response here at the All-Star Game. And it, it's another real feather in our cap for us being able to attract the biggest uh, sports events to St. Louis. So we've hosted the Winter Classic and now the um, the All-Star Game. What events are on your radar to bring to St. Louis next? Well, we've got a big year ahead of us already at, at Enterprise Center. We um, go into March and, and we have the 30th edition of Arch Madness, followed by NCAA first and second round basketball. Um, and then uh, a first for the Midwest and for St. Louis will be in June We'll be hosting the U.S. Olympic gymnastics trial. So we already have a great year ahead in 2020. And then beyond that, um, we're now uh, putting in bids for future years. 
Two of the events on the hockey side we're looking forward to trying to attract. One would be bringing back the NCAA Frozen Four Hockey. And then a big one for us will be in 2025 is the next time that the U.S. will host the World Junior Hockey Championships, which is an event, we um, a 10-day event that we think would be a, a massive win for St. Louis. The Enterprise Center looks fabulous. What's left in your plans for renovating the building? We've obviously made a lot of progress on the building, and uh, one of my favorite comments over the weekend, one of the uh, representatives we were hosting from the NCAA, he said to me, you know, I, I've been coming to this building for much of the last 20 years, and I really didn't recognize where I was. And it's that kind of feeling that we've been able to completely transform the experience for our guests, for our our partners. now, the work we have, a lot of it is actually the infrastructure and the behind-the-walls uh, improvements that probably aren't as sexy or as interesting, um, like putting on a new roof, uh, replacing our HVAC. Um, we've got work to do on, on our elevators. Um, so the co- essence of this next set of work is really about how the building functions and getting it ready for the next 25 years. I think it looks great, and and I had talked about this on the air because I was there, and I can't remember why in the uh, spring I never I wasn't fortunate enough to go to any of the uh, playoff games, and then when I was back in September, I was blown away, uh, and and I go back to the days because I was here twenty years ago when it opened, and the controversy over the purple seats and all that, so mm-hmm. it looks fantastic. Everyone did a great job with that. In September, Chris, you opened the new Centene Community Ice Center. Can you tell us a little bit about the role that that facility plays and the team's plans to keep growing the game? Well, the um, really the idea behind the facility is first and foremost for us to continue to grow um, hockey and, and, quite honestly, all ice sports in our community. Um, the four sheet four ice sheet facility is really meant to be the hub of hockey in the region and, and will enable us to attract many events, national events at that facility as well. So we've already had um, a sled hockey, a national sled hockey championship out there. Um, sled hockey is played in the uh, Paralympics and um we have uh, a number of other major tournaments that we're attracting to St. Louis for the first time. So in addition to creating opportunities for us to get more uh, people really of all ages into the game, it also is, is the ability for us to keep our families at home on tournament weekends where they don't have to go on the road all the time as well. Chris, I recently saw that you announced a new program to grow and showcase girls in women's hockey. Can you tell us a bit about this initiative? Yeah, so in partnership with the uh, NHL um, and Bauer, which is uh, the leading hockey equipment company, um, at the All-Star Game, we announced um, our legacy project, which uh, is intended to make the game more accessible for young girls. And so um, we're starting off with uh, a number of scholarship programs where girls will be able to uh, uh, get completely equipped and come into a, a learning program where they will be funded. In addition to that, the program also is creating a St. Louis Blues Girls Developmental League. And so we will have really the opportunity for girls at different levels of play to be able to come into the sport. Um, We're going to give the families predictable 
uh, practice and ice times, and that's also predictable and not awful, as in the famous 5 and 6 a.m. starts. And so um, at that event, I made the comment, um, we're going to set out for St. Louis to be the best market in the country for the development of of girls hockey. Are there any other programs you have to keep expanding the audience? You know, for us, um, part of our goal is the recognition that not everybody that we think will become a fan is necessarily going to play the game. And so we're finding other opportunities to expose uh, young, young people to the game. One of the biggest ones is our ball hockey program where we go into schools and community centers and uh, we teach the game, and then there's a leave-behind of ball hockey equipment, nets, uh, sticks, so that school, the school, the community center can continue with the sport. I'm really, really proud to say that this year we're going to touch over 100,000 students around, throughout the entire St. Louis region with that program. Chris, you joined the Blues leadership in 2014. I'm curious... When you arrived, how did you assess the organization, and what were the key changes you've worked to implement? I think whenever you come into a new situation, the first thing you try to understand is certainly the culture of an organization. And what are, what are the factors that are driving behavior? The history of the Blues on the business side has really always, uh, for some time, been a challenge. And so I think one of the key things that I saw when I arrived was a group that had run a business really um, resource poor and and not having the ability to, if you will, lean in on innovation, on new ideas. And so I think one of the, the most important things we did was try to immediately start to change that sense of what was possible. And by creating an environment that was about um, recognizing that we could do things differently, that we would find the ways to recreate our infrastructure, as obviously we've done in the arena, to create a new uh, facility to help drive growth of the game, that all of these initiatives start to create a whole different view of how our team looked at the work that they were doing. Chris, you're in your sixth season with the Blues. What are some of the biggest changes you've made since joining the club? I think for me, a lot of it is about the environment of um, how our team thinks about the work. Uh, as I mentioned, I think that culturally, we've moved to a situation where where we want to be we want to be the best operating team in the NHL, and we want to make sure that as we do that that we serve all of our stakeholders, and importantly, that we recognize that in addition to striving to win the next Stanley Cup, the other thing we come to work each day thinking about is how can we make St. Louis a better place. Chris, on a personal note, how do you stay cutting edge? Say, who do you learn from? Perhaps books, podcasts, and other leaders you follow to stay at your peak performance. So... Really, there's a couple of people I'll mention, um, and and writers, leaders, business philosophers. I think two two that really stand out for me. One is Simon Sinek, um, who has uh, one of his his books is, is the book Start with Why, and for Simon, he really talks about the idea of it's not so much what we do that's so important, but it's really the why. And as a leader, if you can, if you can really translate that 
to your team so that it's not just about showing up, but it's recognizing how you can make a difference. Um, one of his quotes that, that I really love is the idea that the primary ingredient for progress is optimism. The unwavering belief that something can be better drives the human race forward. That's all about possibility. And I think that that's what we've really tried to, to bring into our organization. Uh, just one other person I'd mention is, is actually is locally here, Bob Chapman, and the work that he's done, uh, his book, Everybody Matters. Um, these, are, these are the core elements of, of thinking about leadership in, in a way that you can make a difference for everybody in your organization. One of the topics we've been talking about a lot on C-Speak is data. How is data affecting the way the St. Louis Blues do business? When I arrived, we had no um, analytics group on the business side. Um, today, we have a group of four, which is, is pretty significant. And so um, we use data. We use um, our, a feedback loop in terms of constant communication with our fans, uh, both our regular fans, our season ticket holders, as well as um, our single game uh, buyers to understand how what they think about the experience, what are the areas that, that we can improve, um, and how we can provide them the best overall experience. So um, on the business side, it's, a, it's about, uh, quite honestly, fan data, fan understanding. And then obviously on the hockey side, like other sports, we've also been growing um, our data analysis and, and our teams um, utilizing that and feeding that into uh, many of the decisions around uh, player development, scouting, drafting, and so on. Chris, every business is challenged by the pace of change in today's tech-driven world. Looking forward, what are the changes in the sports industry you see having the greatest impact over, say, the next five years? Well, the smart the smartphone revolution, if you will, and the role of content, how people uh, interact and experience events, that's going to keep playing a role uh, in our world. And so we recognize um, the need to take our building to 5G and to continue to push forward on the tech side. Having said that, I think one of the great things about sports is as we are all so consumed uh, by our smartphones and what we're holding in our hands, live sports is one of the great places where people come together they experience things together. Um, quite honestly, uh, I believe our sport and our team is about an opportunity to, to provide a place where people um, really unite around a single emotion and, and a shared belief. Uh, Chris, as you look to grow the game in St. Louis, can you tell us a bit about your new program, the Little Blues program? Yeah, so um, it, back in 2016, we launched an initiative that was all around growing the game. And the what we found is one of the key time periods is for kids five to eight to give them an opportunity to A, learn the game, B, do it in an affordable way, and, and take away some of the, if you will, some of the barriers that probably limit many families from approaching the sport. And so we do that um, through the Little Blues program. It is, um, there's several hours of ice time instruction. Um, the, um, the equipment is subsidized so that the cost is not um, too daunting. And the goal, again, is, is to 
give the kids the opportunity um, to come into the game in a safe way. The business part of this is really all about more fans, more families engaged in hockey is going to continue to grow the Blues fan base over time. So last point, we this year we will do over 1,200 um, kids, 5 to 8, will go through the program four years ago as we just started. It was about 250. Mike, Chris, thanks for being with us today for another C-Speak interview. C-Speak, the language of executives, brought to you by PNC Bank.